Hello, friends. Welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Gen Z and Millennial Expert. How is everybody today on this Tuesday? For most of you, this is likely a very short week. And for some of you, you may be off for two weeks. And some of you may be off, unfortunately, due to COVID. Wherever you may be, I hope you're enjoying a great Tuesday. And today, I believe, is episode number 79. And today's date is December 29th, 2020, meaning there is two final days of this, what would be deemed as an atrocious and unacceptable and forgettable year. Today, we've got a great topic we're going to talk about. As tomorrow, we'll talk about resolutions and how to move forward in 2021. Today, we're going to talk about Gen Z and millennial money and the three vague financial resolutions to avoid. So today, we're going to talk about avoidable resolutions. And they're, of course, they're not going to be your, your normal ones that you think about when you're trying to come up with New Year's resolutions. These are your vague financial resolutions to avoid. I believe this would be a great way to think about how can I improve my overall financial situation in 2021. As we close out 2020 and enter into 2021, most of us are anxiously awaiting a happier year ahead. Normally, we mark the fresh calendar year with New Year's resolutions to keep us hopeful and motivated, especially when it comes to our finances. 2020 has been a very difficult year for anybody budgeting or dealing with any financial issues because maybe lack of a job or a spouse job or maybe just business is just not as good as it normally is. If all goes well, by this time next year, you'll be posting on social media about how you crushed the 2021 goals. That's how I perceive our podcast to be going in a year from now. We're going to be talking about how great 2021 was and how we're looking forward to 2022. But remember, that post will be a lot less likely if you set resolutions that aren't attainable in the first place. How many of you have set New Year's resolutions that were unattainable? You said you wanted to do X, Y, Z, or even X, but it was insurmountable and you were not able to achieve it. Again, it's important to set attainable New Year's resolutions that you can not only obtain, but you can crush. You can crush those goals in 2021. But it starts with being able to find something that is going to be doable. There's a good old saying that I like to mention. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You can't do it all in one big gulp. And that's kind of how you have to look about those resolutions. Now, as we talk about the avoidable financial resolutions, 
Number one, spend less money. Well, of course, that's very vague. So yes, you want to avoid it because what kind of objectives are you going to have set up to make sure you save the money you want? You have to have a finish line. You have to have a map to be able to get where you want to go. Yes, spending less money is probably the most basic financial goal. It's the most well-intentioned and, and it's financially responsible as it sounds. But it probably will not provide you the greatest results over the next 12 months. Focus on saving goals as opposed to budgeting goals. So again, focus on saving goals as opposed to budgeting goals. And then you get the, that kind of back into your budget from there. So if you really want to save more money in 2021, make it your mission to set aside a specific percentage of your income each month. This approach will help you spend less by taking savings off the top. That's why it's important to work from a percentage. Let's say you want to save 25% off your budget. Now, you have to set it based on your own budget, not somebody else's. That's why you don't say, I'm going to save $1,000 a month. Maybe that's 50% of your budget. Maybe that's not even close to doable. So it's not beneficial when you compare yourself to others. They may be able to save $1,000, but you have to calculate and save the amount of money based on your income that will work for you. Just make sure you're actually saving. A lot of people, instead of saving, they'll rearrange their money. Well, when you rearrange the money, you're just moving it around, but you're truly not saving. For instance, if you're putting more money in savings each month, but then charging more to your credit card to make up for less money in your checking account, you're not actually saving more. That's just a vague way of pushing money around and not seeing financial results. For instance, if you're putting more money in savings, that's a good thing, but you actually don't want to take it out. The number two goal that you want, vague goal you want to try to minimize when you're trying to save within your financial means. Pay debt down. Paying debt down is very vague and this should be a solution that is avoided on how you go about paying debt down. Like saving money, paying debt down sounds like an important resolution. And yes, it is. But it's more importantly to make a plan for attacking that debt. As we talked about, you got to have a roadmap to get you to where you want to go. Same thing with debt. Now you can recommend you can recommend to others or they can recommend to you on how to pay down that debt by sometimes paying high interest debts. That could work. Also the snowball effect could work. After earlier podcasts, we talked about the snowball effect. And the snowball effect is where you take the smallest amount that you owe and you pay it off. And then you continue to build from there until you have the largest amount of debt and then you pay it off. The other way is, as I mentioned before, is finding the highest interest and paying it down. 
The only issue with that is if your highest interest is the largest amount of debt you have, you won't reap any rewards until it's paid off. Once you take an inventory of your debt, pick a debt strategy and make that your New Year's resolution. Plan for retirement. Number three. Again, it's a very vague, a very, very vague financial resolution that you do want to avoid. Here And here, here here's the ambiguity again. Sure. Thinking ahead to retirement is very smart and you should do 100% to make sure that happens. But staying on track for retirement doesn't exactly qualify as a resolution. A more specific goal would be to say that you want to retire at the age of 65, for instance, without compromising your overall current lifestyle. So using that as a guideline, you have an idea of how much money you need in retirement so you can take the steps to work towards that target. Many retirement softwares or websites allow you to insert the age you want to retire, the amount of money you're putting on a monthly basis, and the accrual to determine if you're on pace to retire at the age you would like to retire at and have the available money to retire at as well. So don't make just saving for retirement your overall goal. You need to have a plan. You need to have a, a way to get there. So organize your financial documents so you know how much you need to save. Set up a balance and income statement to track your spendings and savings. And commit to a long-term retirement savings plan. If you follow these steps and other actionable steps, you will be on track for your ultimate goal. That ultimate goal will allow you to spend less money, pay debt down, and plan for retirement because you had a goal set up, you had a balance and income statement set up, and you're committed to a long-term savings rate. Remember, goals aside, make a plan. Any financial resolution can be good or bad, depending if you have proper plan to execute it. If you want to buy a home, get a new to used car, or even get out of debt, these are great goals or vague financial uh, resolutions. But if you don't have a plan for achieving those, I think that's when you kind of get into trouble. It's easy to talk. Talk is cheap. A reliable to get where a reliable way to get where you want to go is to look in the rearview mirror first. Say, let's create a budget to track your spending. You wouldn't just guess how much you plan to spend each month on various expenses. It's a much better idea to pull up your credit card and bank transaction data from the past year see how much you actually spent. Where did you spend that money? Add up how much frivolousness you might have spent over that time. You want to get the data. For instance, here's a great example for you millennials and Generation Z that work for a detail-oriented boss. You may say, I have a great plan that's going to get us XYZ financially. And you know what that great boss is going to do? 
He's going to say, I want you to detail the step-by-steps on how you think it's, it is how we're going to get there. What is the plan? And again, don't just tell them what they want to hear because any good leader or boss will smell that out in a second. They want to hear the details. Just like financial goals, you need the details. So what's another helpful tool? How about an accountability partner? Somebody that's going to hold you accountable. For instance, when I was finishing my PhD through the process, we had accountability groups. We had accountability partners. They helped us make sure that we stayed on track through the dissertation process and with the goal to ultimately graduate. Same thing goes with for your financial goals or any goals that you want, a diet goal, uh, a strength goal, whatever it may be. They help you check on your progress and you guys hold each other accountable for either short-term goals or annual or semi-annual goals. Basically, they know the objective, you know the objective, so you need to figure out how you're gonna get there. So go ahead, make a plan to crush those 2021 resolutions. So again, let's let's detail what we just talked about. Spend less money, big financial resolution. Pay debt down, big financial resolution. Plan for retirement, big financial resolution. And last but not least, goals aside, make a plan. Big resolution goals. If you don't make a plan, you won't get where you need to go. The details are important, and that's what you need to be successful to crush those financial goals in 2021. It's going to be a great year. Wednesday night, we're going to talk about resolutions. We're going to talk about meeting goals. And we're just going to set ourselves up for success in the new year. The countdown has just begun. We're ready to have some fun. And 2021 is going to be a fantastic year. We are going to crush it. All right, everybody. If you want to get in touch with me, you know how to do it. Look our website, genzandmillennialexpert.com or via my email, jason at jwigginsconsulting.com. Please review the previous episode if you haven't had a chance. And if it's morning, afternoon, or night, we are here for Gen Z and millennials and anything in between and for those leaders who lead them. Thank you very much. Take care. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.